the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. They don't come out on their own. They would rather be in the fire with Jesus than out of the fire without Him. Fiery trials are an opportunity opportunity for us to draw closer to Jesus and it is quite often in those fiery trials that we experience a special depth of fellowship with Jesus that we don't experience outside of the trial. There are always multiple lessons to be learned from Bible stories. Today, Pastor Dan recounts the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three were thrown into the fiery furnace because of their loyalty to God. But we also learn that while in the fire, walking with Jesus, they were at peace and unharmed by the flames. They would have never experienced this closeness with Jesus had they not gone through this fiery trial. So often is the case with us. Through the trial, we grow closer to Jesus. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. All you have to do is bow down and all of this will go away. And you can keep your jobs. And more importantly, you can keep your life. And I think as we go through this passage, we need to ask ourselves some tough questions. You need to ask yourself, what would I do in that situation? What would I endure for the sake of Jesus Christ? Am I willing to stand up for God and for his word in this culture and live with the consequences, even though I may lose my career or lose my friends or lose my reputation? Will I stand up for Christ and stand up for the truth or will I cave under the pressure? Because that's easier. In Acts chapter 20, the Apostle Paul, he's on his way up to Jerusalem. And as he's making the journey up to Jerusalem, he's stopping at some churches and visiting believers that he knows. He stops and meets with the elders of the church in Ephesus. And, and everybody knows that if Paul goes up to Jerusalem, he's likely to be arrested and imprisoned and possibly even killed. And they're, they're warning him and they're begging him not, not to go. There's even a prophet in Acts chapter 20 who gives a prophecy about Paul being arrested and bound in, in Jerusalem. So everybody's warning Paul and begging him, don't go, don't go, don't go to Jerusalem. And then Acts chapter 20, verse 24, Paul finally says, none of these things move me. 
nor do I count my life dear to myself. And he goes on, but Paul says, these, these threats against me, they, they don't move me because I don't count my life dear to myself. So what if they kill me? Elsewhere, Paul says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So if they kill me at Jerusalem, it's gain. I go to be with the Lord. And again, we have to ask ourselves, do I count my life dear to myself? Do I count my job dear to myself? Do I count my comfort, my security dear to myself? Do I count my reputation dear to myself? Do I count my plans dear to myself to the point that I'm not willing to put those things at risk for the sake of God or his word? It's challenging to consider. Remember, Jesus said, whoever tries to keep his life will lose it. But whoever is willing to lose his life for my sake will find it. Am I trying to keep my life? Or am I willing to lose my life for Christ? Now look at, look at their answer in verse 16. Nebuchadnezzar says basically, I'll give you one more chance. We're gonna, I'm going to have the symphony play the tune one more time. And if you bow down, you're free to go. If you don't, I'm going to cast you in the fiery furnace. So here's one more chance. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, verse 16, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. In other words, hey, we don't need to reconsider our answer. (laughs) Our answer isn't going to change. And so verse 17, verse 17 is one of the most Uh, profound statements of faith in God in all of the Bible. Look at what they say. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. I want you to notice a few things about their answer here. First of all, they are respectful to the king. But they're firm. They're very clear. But they're very respectful. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're respectful in the way that they're answering the the king here. If we disobey an order, whether that's from the government or an employer or from school, we should be respectful but firm and our answer to them. Being respectful is kind of out of style in our culture, isn't it? Especially when you are disagreeing with someone. (laughs) Notice also that they say, our God is able to deliver us. Nebuchadnezzar asked the question, who is the God that will deliver you from my hands? And the answer is, our God is able to deliver us. And he can deliver us if he chooses. They say, but if he doesn't, We're still not going to serve your gods or worship your gold image. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they place their future and their lives in the hand of God. And they say, whatever God wills for us, we're trusting him. We're not going to worship that image, whether he delivers us or not. We're not going to worship that image and violate God's word and God's command. 
And he's able to deliver us. And if he wants to deliver us, he will deliver us. But if he doesn't deliver us, that's fine too. This is the same attitude that Jesus had in Gethsemane, right? As he prayed, Father, if it's your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. If there's any way other than the cross, then please take this cup from me. I don't really want to go to the cross. So if there's another way, I'd like door number two. But if not, not my will, but your will be done. If, if it wasn't God's will to deliver them from the fiery furnace, they would accept that. And they would glorify God. They, they were fully resigned to the will of God. This is what walking by faith looks like. Trusting the Lord. I, I've expressed to him what my desire is, what my will is, but I know that quite often my will does not line up with God's will. And I trust that God knows best. And I want my life to glorify him. And I want my life to, to count for him. And so if he thinks it's better for it to go a different way, then thy will be done. Just walking by faith. So verse 19, then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. Now this furnace here, it's, it's likely to be a, a brick kiln where they would make bricks. Uh, they have found some in the plains around Babylon where they made bricks. Possibly one of those are this kiln. And they heat the fire seven times more than usual. In verse 20, he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego so they can't escape. They get some of these army guys and they cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. We're told that they are cast into the fire with all their coats and clothes and everything on, even their turban, because normally the Babylonians would strip people naked before casting them into a furnace to roast them Alive, But here Nebuchadnezzar is in such a rage that he has them tossed in fully clothed. Don't even stop to take their clothes off and strip them down. Just throw them in. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So, so those army men die as they're trying to put these three into the fiery furnace. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered and said to the king, true, O king. Well, look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. There's a fourth man in the fire. And that fourth man, his, his form was like the Son of God. That fourth man was not like the Son of God. That fourth man was the Son of God, Jesus Christ. 
in the fire with them. Jesus was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is what is called a theophany or a Christophany. It's an Old Testament appearance of Jesus Christ before he's born as a baby in Bethlehem. But Jesus is there in the fire with them, the good shepherd caring for his sheep. Listen, when we go through a fiery trial, there are people who are watching us go through the trial. And Jesus will be with you and be with me in the trial. And those people that are watching, they see Jesus with us. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. As we walk through the fire, as we walk through the trial, they see Jesus with us, and it's a testimony to them. And they say, look. I remember uh, when I was, uh, before, it was before I was saved, it was right before I was saved, my wife and I started attending church. We started attending a Calvary Chapel. We lived in Florida. We lived in this little town called Gulf Breeze. And we went to a Calvary Chapel for the first time on a Wednesday night. It, w- it was so new to me. I didn't, even, I didn't know churches were open other than Sunday morning. And so I didn't know churches had midweek services. We go, we're there. And in our little community of Gulf Breeze, which only had a population of like 20,000 people, uh, there had been, uh, a short time before that night, there had been um, a drunk driver who hit a car on the main road through Gulf Breeze one night that had teenagers in it. And there were two teenage sisters that died in that car accident. And it was big news, you can imagine, in a small town like that to have Two teenagers die in a car accident, and they were sisters. And every, it was all over the news. Everybody knew about it. And I can still see in my mind, you know, 25 years later, going into that little sanctuary at Calvary Chapel, and I recognize the father of those two little girls from the newspaper articles. And he's there in the sanctuary during worship, and he has both his hands raised, And he has his head back and his eyes closed. And he is singing his heart out to Jesus Christ. And it so impacted me. It so impacted me. Look, Jesus is with that guy. And I didn't understand. I remember going home and the next day calling my sister. I went to church last night. And then after she like got up off the floor from that, I said, you know the story that's been in the news? And I shared it with her. And my sister said, he's, he, he's, got to, he's got to be out of his mind. He must have lost his mind. Because nobody could be in church worshiping God after that happened to them. But to see it, it's a testimony. 
And you go through trials. I go through trials. We go through hard things. And as we walk through it, Jesus is with us. And other people around us, non-believers, heathens, that you work with and that you go to school with and that live next door to you, they see you walking through it with Jesus. And they see Jesus with you in that trial. And it's a testimony to them. Notice also they were walking around together in the fire. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't immediately jump out of the fire as you might think they would. You know, and hop out. They stay in. And they're walking around in the fire with Jesus, enjoying fellowship with the Lord. In the fire. So much so, look at verse 26. King Nebuchadnezzar actually has to call Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to come out of the fire. They don't come out on their own. They would rather be in the fire with Jesus than out of the fire without him. Fiery trials are an opportunity opportunity for us to draw closer to Jesus And it is quite often in those fiery trials that we experience a special depth of fellowship with Jesus and we don't experience outside of the trial. You only experience in the fire with Him. And in kind of a weird way, sometimes we, you know, as terrible as the trial is, we enjoy the fellowship that we're having, the richness, the depth that we're having with the Lord. Verse 26, then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. He acknowledges that he's the Most High God, but again, just like we saw in a previous chapter, doesn't mean he's saved. Even the demons acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. Servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. And then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the satraps and the administrators, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together. They're all there. And they saw these men, look what it says, on whose bodies the fire had no power. And the hair of their head was not singed. Nor were their garments affected. And the smell of fire was not on them. They didn't have the smell of fire on them. If you ever do any barbecuing, you, got, you, know, you come in smelling like smoke. There's nothing. They don't even smell like fire. And Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel, notice it's in capital letters there, it means his, his messenger, and delivered him, and delivered his servants who trusted in him, and they have frustrated the king's word. This is Nebuchadnezzar saying this. And they yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. So now Nebuchadnezzar, he's going to make a new decree. I got a new decree. Forget my previous decree. (laughs) Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their house shall be made an ash heap. King James, a dunghill. This is like his go-to thing that we've seen, right? I'm going to cut you in pieces, and I'm going to make your house an ash heap. Because 
There is no other God who can deliver like this. <laughs> he acknowledges there is no other God like this. But he doesn't put his faith and trust in him. He doesn't, he doesn't make him his Lord and Savior. He doesn't become a believer. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Man, it ends with them getting a promotion. What does this show us? Remember the theme of the book of Daniel? God is sovereign. God is sovereign and in control over the affairs of of man. And God can, you know, the heart of the king is in the hand of God, and God can turn the king's heart just like a river. And just like that, he turns the king's heart. And now they've been promoted. God can take care of his people who stand up for him. If you stand up for God at work or at school or whatever it may be, God will be with you. And God will take care of you. And God will protect you. Listen, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12, it says, Yes, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Will suffer. Not may suffer. Will suffer persecution. And I believe the days of surfacy faith in Christ are quickly coming to an end. And anyone who's got kind of just this surfacy faith in Christ is going to fall away. It's not going to be worth it. It's, it's going to be too much of a cost. God is calling us to be courageous and to stand up for Him and to stand up for the truth in our culture, to have a backbone, to be brave. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were courageous for God. They stood by their convictions. They didn't back down despite intense pressure. They risked losing everything. And that, that's the kind of Christians we need to be for such a time as this. And listen, for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they experienced firsthand the promise that God makes in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, listen to what God says. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Those weren't just words on a page for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were reality. They walked through the fire. And they weren't burned. They didn't even come out smelling like smoke. God was with them. God protected them. God will be with us and God will, be, will protect us when we stand up for him. He asked me how I know and I say bring 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Daniel, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast provides you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we could be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. It can be so helpful to others to know about and to be in prayer for the things on your heart. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Daniel. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.